Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Panic Room in an undisclosed location, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good, is the Duchess of the Dorks. It's, is, is that a horn shirt? Big fat party animal. Yeah, okay, it is. I couldn't tell from that. Yeah, uh, celebrating, it's got palm it's, trees. It's, uh, celebrating, uh, celebrating uh, Hawaiian Shirt Friday. It's our big fat party animal. It's Ashley Pickle. Howdy. Happy to uh, be here. Happy Friday. <laughs> happy Friday. Happy Friday. Um, One week. Today. What's that? One week. One week. Next, One week. N- next week, we will, be in, we will be big fat party animals legitimately. I feel like oh oh uh yeah Big so we send the magazine to press if you don't if you're if we're being cryptic uh we send the magazine to uh to press on uh uh, uh on friday a week from today you need to so. get a hawaiian shirt for next friday that is the only proper way to celebrate i am not going to wear a hawaiian shirt the day we please see. like normally i do something awesome like buy a really expensive bottle of scotch and eat pie but Think about this how much better like, it would be if you did that while wearing a Hawaiian shirt. You'll thank me later. Today's Friday, May 22nd, 2020. I'm ignoring my producer. 188 days till Thanksgiving. Episode 963. 963, the number of at-bats for Luis Alisea and his illustrious Texas Rangers from Breer from 1998 to 2000. On today's show, friends, we're going to talk about this 7-on-7 thing. There was a, a kind of the... Uh, a big hullabaloo came out That's yesterday. Good way to put and it. It's kind of confusing. And so, like, we're just going to try to explain what happened yesterday and what's going on with 7 on 7. And then back half of the show, we will bring back Pickle Talk. And Pickle has told me that she has a, I believe the, the word, she grabbed me by the collar and threw me against the wall and said, listen, dum-dum. She didn't say dum-dum. She said something much meaner. And she said, we are doing pickle talk today because I have got one hellacious topic. And I was like, okay, fine. Um, so look forward to that coming up here at the back half of the show. A couple things. First, Something we have first like through the door. Uh, we sure do. It was Ed McElroy, Matthew McSpadden, Daniel Agnew, and Tony Blaylock. 
Welcome in, Ed's guys. Been a bit of a heater lately. Yeah. Feels like feels like we've been hearing Ed's name a lot. Um, and then tonight, 5 p.m. It's Dave Campbell's Texas Football Happy Hour Trivia. Pickle went through it today. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got eight out of twenty-four. Eight out of twenty-four. Eight out of twenty-four, and there were also a couple of questions in there. Like one of them, you knew we have the we have the Lance Pickle question of the week or the Pickle Family question of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, so you knew the answer to that because I am you part were of the, the one Pickle Family. So yes, there were I also know. I think at least three questions that were like so right in your wheelhouse that mm-hmm. like I would be disappointed if you didn't get them. Right, and then there were the couple others that, like, I don't think they're necessarily too hard of a question, but you have to know about that subject, and yes. that was just not, like, a couple of TV or movie type things that I just didn't know. So, tonight, Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's 5 p.m. It's happy hour trivia. Uh, it's probably the last happy hour trivia, at least for, we won't do one next week, because we're not having a happy hour next week. So make sure you tune in, win fabulous prizes, play trivia with us, grab a bevy, have fun, have fun with your friends. Um, yeah. Is there anything else I need to do? Um, Step said that we should order a Chuck E. Cheese pizza for happy hour tonight and do a taste test on air. <laughs> it's going to be a hard no from me. <laughs> um, anyway, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's tonight, 5 p.m. for happy hour trivia. We're playing on Kahoot, K-A-H-O-O-T. So you can either play on the brow- in your browser or you can download the Kahoot app, K-A-H-O-O-T. Um, anyway, let's get into something that, like, blew up yesterday. And I think it's weird because I think part of it is that there is such a vacuum right now that there's nothing going on. And so it felt like here's a topic. Oh my gosh! Here's something go- happening. Mm-hmm. Like it was almost know, like lighter fluid. It felt fluid. bigger than it probably should have been. Yeah, it was like adding lighter fluid to a fire. Like yes, it was. Like, but it, but the thing was, it was like more important, more more accurately, I would say it was like adding a lighter fluid to like dying embers. Like you know, it's still there. So like, and it's like <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about seven on seven because you may have heard that seven on seven is back <clears throat> and there's a an explanation for that so we, we kind of have to dive into the way that seven on seven in the state of texas is operating at least the seven on seven that we cover the seven on seven that you guys probably think of when you think of seven on seven. the one that includes the the richardson high school team right and the uh, uh the mesquite Potite team and the the pearland team right so that is operated by an organization that is the uh, state Texas State Seven on Seven Association. Uh, that is an organization. It's a nonprofit, a five hundred one c three nonprofit organization, and it's uh, it, the, the board of directors is comprised of Texas high school football uh, coaches, coaches. Right. So the pre- uh, the executive director is Doug Stevens at Rowlett, and the executive vice president is Tim Teakle over at Alvin, and the president is Mike Alexander. Uh, at Grapevine, and Mike Glaze from LD Bell is on the staff, and Brandon Houston from Buffalo is on the is on the board. Right, they are the ones who organize. The, it's, it's high school football coaches, and I think it's 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 kind of weird because I think people know that seven on seven is not a UIL sport, mm-hmm. um, and so this is an organization that is it's not affiliated with the UIL, mm-hmm. right? And it's not affiliated with the Texas High School Coaches Association. 
But I think the best way to describe it is that because there is so much overlap, like uh, Mike Alexander is the president, and Mike Alexander is a member of the THSCA in good standing, and he coaches at a UIL school, so he is under UIL jurisdiction right. with his with his day job, right? It is probably just fair to say that those three organizations are close. They're not affiliated with one another directly, but they are they're close. And there's enough I've kind overlap. Of to people that it's that that it's not seven on seven is not UIL sanctioned. It's just kind of like UIL blessed. I think it's kind of the best way to put it. Be like, yeah, 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 you're fine. You know, that's that, that's kind of the way that that, that to, to put it, right? So that's state seven on seven. Um, they operate state seven on seven, which is the state qualifying tournaments that we talk about that we normally talk about all throughout the summer that all lead up to the big state tournament in College Station in uh, late June. We would be talking about that kind of stuff if it was happening, which it's right. not because back in April, I guess it was on April 20th, <laughs> on April 20th, the state seven on seven association, Texas state seven, seven on seven association canceled seven on seven for the year. They said, nope, we're not going to run SQTs, state qualifying tournaments. We're not going to run the state tournament. It's just, it's done because of, I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a pandemic, but because of the coronavirus, oh. because of the COVID-19. Is that why? <laughs> yes. So there's that. That's the that's the basic basis for this this uh, discussion. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, there was an announcement from an organization known as Championship Seven on Seven that they were going to be hosting the Battle for Texas State Championship, which is a seven on seven tournament. Uh, and uh, a couple of things. I think a lot of the confusion comes from the fact that it's going to be held. June 30th through July 3rd, okay? June 30th through July 3rd, uh, in, uh, and it's going to be held at Veterans Athletic Complex in College Station. So around the, the same, same time as the, um, as the what would be the State 7-on-7 seven seven tournament, and in the same, at the, at same, the same venue, yes, as the State 7-on-7 seven seven tournament would be happening. Uh, championship seven on seven is an, they're an organization that uh, they've been around for I think three years. Uh, they operate seven on seven tournaments nationwide. I know they've they've had ones in Florida and Oklahoma and California and, and all over the uh, all over the um, the nation. They operate that. They are a subs- championship seven seven on seven is a subsidiary of True Exposure. is a company that offers recruiting profiles and exposure to its clients. Um, the the main differentiation that I would draw between these two is that Championship 7 seven on 7 and True Exposure, they're a for-profit company. And the Texas State 7 on 7 Association is a non-profit company. That's the key distinction, I would say, to draw there. Mm-hmm. Uh, needless to say, this lit up the internet. Because yes. um, the uh, basically, there are a lot of coaches, especially people um, deeply involved with 7 on 7, that's that scrambled to say, no, 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 this is not us. Do not conflate our product with your product. Um, and they put out the, the step, Texas seven on seven organization um, has, has put out a statement uh, more or less saying that uh, it says that the board supports and is aligned with the policies and guidelines set forth by the UIL and Texas high school coaches association. Uh, we feel that seven on seven participation this summer is not warranted in light of our situation. They go through that a long statement about it. Um, I will. I will also just say that, like, part of part of the confusion I think that's coming up is that and it's really kind of nobody's fault, but 
we know that later next month, the UIL is going to relax restrictions and allow teams to have strength and Summer conditions. workouts. Mm-hmm. Summer workouts, right? But not yet do we understand what are going to be the restrictions on that. Mm-hmm. And as a result, there's a kind of a vacuum of information. And, and I think that they're like, this is this, this, um, this tournament. If the messaging were not clear from coaches, I think might confuse people to think, Oh, seven on seven's happening. Like, yeah, the UIL, like, I think it's a, a natural reaction for people who, who maybe are not locked into high school football like you and I are to say, mm-hmm. oh, the UIL is relaxing restrictions. Of course, seven on seven is coming back. Right. Right. But without those restrictions yet of figuring out exactly what that means, it makes it much harder to know how are you supposed to line up against each other? How do you social distance when you have all the yes. athletes like that? And so I think that that's mm-hmm. where the biggest part of the confusion comes that if that can happen, then this why is can't speculating. it happen? normal summer workouts right this is me speculating i would i would guess and again i don't have any insider information i would guess that considering what i've heard from the uil about baby steps and wanting to be really really cautious about opening up i would say that things like seven on seven are going to be discouraged by the uil Mm -hmm. if not outright like outlawed Mm-hmm. Um, because they, I think they want to take baby steps. Let's get, let's get people together, but socially distanced and doing strength and conditioning. Uh, and then if things get better, maybe we can relax it and we can do seven on seven. Right. Um, so it's, it's, it's a, a, a weird situation. It got really heated online. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but, but really the, 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 the short version is no seven on seven is not happening. There are private companies that are operating tournaments uh, for mm-hmm. seven on seven, but those are not the state seven on seven that you would you would come to hear. And so, um, I would bet, and this is just me, mm-hmm. I would bet that the Texas high school. I know the Texas high school coaches association put out a statement the other day, uh, essentially uh, 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 saying that uh, you know they are in lockstep with with state seven on seven and things like that. And, and basically saying, yeah, they said, this is not affiliated with Texas 7-on-7 in any way, shape, or form. We stand united with the Texas State 7-on-7 organization and their decision to cancel all SQTs and the state tournament. So so more basically what they're saying, they can't tell. The, 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 the coach association is not like – it's not like a union. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of a voluntary – it's an organization that, that you know basically every coach is in. Uh, but it's not like mandated that you're in it. So they can't tell their, like they can't order their members not to do something. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, when the THSCA speaks, it's members listen. And right. I would guess that the THSCA is going to tell people do not, do not, you know, participate in that. And also, I also think high school football coaches are smart enough to know. Not to know. That was my question, and I figured you might have the answer to this. Are they allowed – I mean, obviously, coaches can go in and say, hey, we highly recommend to the athletes that they don't participate in anything like this. Yeah. Are they actually able to just straight up send out a thing to all their players and say, you are not allowed to participate in this per my rules? They can. Like, you know, at that point, that would just be from, – from what I understand – 
that would just be like an internal measure that they would have to, to deal with that. Like right. if they tell the quarterback, Hey, don't go play on this private seven on seven team. And he goes and he does it. Then it would just be up to the coach to discipline the kid or something like however right. he sees fit. There's, there's nothing, there's no, like, there's no recourse that they can take. Like, you know, from the UIL, there's no rule against it. Basically. Right. Like these but kids have autonomy. They can go strong... and they can participate in what they want in the same way that like, if you want to go play in a slow pitch softball league, like you could, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, but I would, I would guess just reading the tea leaves and talking with coaches and, and the firestorm that blew up that you will not see UIL teams at this, at, at this or any sort of event. Um, so that's, what's going on. It's confusing. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I try to take people, I try to take, uh, assume the best in people. I don't know if they if this organization was trying to intentionally conflate things or if it was just a poor uh, just a, a sloppy messaging situation. Yeah. Um I don't know and I won't pretend to know. I haven't spoken to them. I have an email into them. They haven't uh, you know I'm, I'm waiting for a reply back. Uh but um that's what's going on. State 7 on 7 is still canceled. Uh mm-hmm. it, it it was canceled in April. It ain't back. But no. that's the situation. It's confusing. I know it is. We have an explainer up on TexasFootball.com. But I wanted to make sure I brought it to the air as well today. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Please consider becoming a Dave Campbells Texas football insider um it's a subscription package if you want your 2020 summer edition of dave campbell's texas football mailed to you before it hits newsstands we need you to subscribe in the next two weeks june June 5th is the last day that we can guarantee that you will get Mm -hmm. the magazine mailed to you early there's a pretty decent chance i should clarify not i'm really just kind of undercutting my i'm a bad salesman as you can tell yeah you don't want to say that pitch that like there's a decent chance that like if you if you do subscribe on on like June eighth that we'll still be able to send you the magazine before it hits newsstands. But like the but last day that I can I can guarantee, guarantee you like yep. locked and loaded that you're gonna be able that you'll get the magazine before it hits newsstands is if you subscribe by June fifth. It's on uh, TexasFootball.com slash insider. Please use the promo code Feed Texas. That's F E E D T E X A S. If you use that promo code when you subscribe, we will donate five dollars in your name to your local uh, food bank. Uh, we'll take the billing zip code and we find the food bank nearest you and we donate $5 to them. So we'll do it in your name. So you get a magazine. People who need food get food. Um, uh, Ashley gets to keep her job. Everybody wins. TexasFootball.com slash insider. Also, speaking of Ashley. It, real fast on the little pitch. We've got uh, now 10 days before we do our cover reveal for the 2020 magazine. That'll be on June 1st, which will be our first day back into the office. So we'll be in studio. Things will seem normal. We've got some cool stuff coming out. And then, yeah, you'll get to see the cover. So June 1st, big day, 10 days away. We're going to we're gonna talk it. with Matt Stepp about the decision to put Matt Stepp on the cover. Yes. So oh, you gave it away. It'll be... <laughs> oh, dang it. Okay. All right. And now we're going to kick it over to uh, the palatial Texas Farm Bureau Insurance Estate. Uh, where we will go for a very special Friday edition of Pickle Talk. And today's topic is list or fun. So first off, I'm a list person in general. Like I like writing stuff down. 
Yes, I'm a big list person. I like either writing stuff down or like typing it in my notes on my phone or something. And then, yeah, the feeling of getting it across something See, off. I've never been able to find, I'm on my phone constantly, but I've never been mm -hmm. able to find a way that like jives with the way that my brain is wired of using that for a, a list making thing i just it's it's yeah. never worked for me like what i will do and this is this is so old man of me but <laughs> if there's something like i really need like four or five things i need to remember i will text myself it's put them in your notes yeah <laughs> i know but i just like i never look in my notes and so i yeah. will absolutely forget it but if i have a text message i will definitely read it I do my notes for grocery shopping and like if I'm packing, if I know I'm going on a trip and I randomly mm. think of something, I'll just throw them in the notes. So anyway, that's Ooh. besides the point. See, but, in the days uh, in the days before Roni, in the days before the Roni, mm -hmm. I um I was a take a take a list to the store guy and yeah, cross, cross it off it like off. piece of paper. I'm old and yeah. washed. That's fair. Um, but the other part of lists that I don't know, I don't, me and my roommates always like doing this. Like we love making lists of like rankings and stuff of, you know, what's your top 10 favorite songs or that type of stuff. I've always been a big person mm -hmm. into lists. So I thought about this as we were talking about it the other day and we were, it's always interesting for me to figure out like what sports people really enjoy playing and what sports people enjoy watching because I feel like sometimes there's an overlap and sometimes there's not. So I'll let you think of your list while I tell you mine, but I'm interested to see. I also don't know how much you go out and play sports. You don't strike me as much of a outdoors man. But anyway, for instance here. So like my list. I think I'm offended. <laughs> When's the last time you've gone out okay. and played a sport? I mean, since there's a pandemic going on. Well, that's true. But different. So a anyway. minute. <laughs> so my list, like my top five list of what I would like play would be basketball, tennis, flag football, volleyball, and then golf. Those would be like my top five favorite sports to just go out and play. Mm -hmm. My top five to so, watch. Guess mm -hmm. No, no, no. I, I want to hear this. My top five to watch would be football, hockey, golf, basketball, and soccer. So I feel in that like order? there's... Yes. But then that brings in mm -hmm. the whole other conversation when you're talking about watching sports of what sports are substantially better when you go watch in person. And I think that's very... That's a pretty easy answer of... Baseball is one of them, and I think mm -hmm. hockey is the other one yes. that is just substantially better when you get to watch it in person. The the gap between um, – I, I think you're right, and I think that the gap between uh, in-person experience versus watching on television is the widest as far as the in-person experience being better mm -hmm. in football and in – I'm sorry, not football, in baseball and in hockey. Um, because I just don't think that that, I think both of those don't necessarily translate to television as well. Mm -hmm. um, football, I think actually, whew, this, might get, Is... this might get me roasted. Okay. If you, if you were to say, hey, Greg, do you want to go to a college football game or do you want to sit on your couch and watch a college football game? 
I think I'm going to choose the couch. And it's funny because Goof and I had that exact same conversation of don't get me wrong. I love going to a football game. It's great. Mm -hmm. But it's almost even on the level of like benefits of going to a game and level of benefits of staying home. One, especially if it's college football, you can stay home and watch even more games like you don't have to sit there and the other thing I get of people not wanting necessarily to go to a football game is the fact that they last a long time a lot of times you're sitting on bleachers for four hours you're having to worry about the elements like you don't have to do that at home yeah it's weird um because like I'm trying I'm trying to dissect this in my brain because I would much rather like if you were to if if every high school football game were televised, mm-hmm. like, all right, I like I like my job at Fox, I like my job at Fox, right? That is clear. clear there. <laughs> um, but like, there's definitely times that like when I'm sitting there in the studio and I have access to all these uh, like highlights and and we have some live feeds and stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? But if you're asking me would I rather be at a high school football game on a Friday night, like, hell yeah. Yes. But why is it, like, what is it in my brain that, like, on the college football side, I'm like, mm, I don't know, like, ah, uh, the... I think it's, it's weird, the level right? of football because when you're watching a college game, you're watching for the actual high level of football. And so watching it at home, you're able to sit there and digest yeah. the football without being worried about all the outside elements. When you think of high school football, you think of the bands and the cheerleaders and the crowds and the parents the and all of that stuff. And so the experience, you're not expecting that high a quality mm. of football. So when you're home for college, you can actually dissect everything that's going on on the offensive and defensive line you can look in the backfield like it's way easier to focus on the actual football than the atmosphere yeah i i am yeah i think that's right and i'm I'm trying to i'm trying to make it like for example like and this is so this is so funny Mm-hmm. This is so funny now that I think about it. Like now I actually like like wrap my brain around it. And this is what pickle talk um, is for. In high school, I would absolutely positively rather be at the game, right? Mm-hmm. I will take watching it on TV. I would absolutely rather be at the game. In college, it's close, right? In mm-hmm. college, it's like, mm, I think like I like, you know, going to the game is fun, but like also being at home is fun as well. Uh, but the NFL not a contest. I would absolutely rather watch it at home. Yeah. Like no doubt about it. So it's like the higher you go, the less interested I am in the, in the in-game experience and more interested I am in, in, in being, being at home and, 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 and consuming it in my, on my terms. That's right. interesting. I've, I've never, think, I've never actually like put that together. Yeah. I think it's the the level obviously of playing uh, like actual football on the field like when we do our movie review the realness of the football and then the number of people there too i feel like dictate that a lot because obviously high school you can kind of most high schools you can kind of sit by yourself if you want to or you can go with a big crowd it's like if you're going to a cowboys game it's people for six or seven hours you're just engulfed in the crowds it's hard to get around sometimes like i guess it depends on i if think you that's the like thing that. and, and maybe it's because high school football is inherently smaller like even like the big like 
I'm not talking state championships. Let's remove state championships here. Right. They're, they're an outlier. But like even like the biggest game, right? Like if it's if it's Katie versus Galena Park North Shore, right? There's going to be twenty thousand people there. Probably not enough fall. I have to say it, but like you know, there was last year, right? Mm-hmm. The in and out is still pretty easy. And the other thing about it, two and a half hours, you're done. Like college football games are four hours. NFL games can be four and a half. And most of the time with those two, you're getting there early to tailgate and to hang out and mm -hmm. to get the experience of all that. It's a day. It's a whole day. Yeah. Yeah. Whole day experience. And and I don't have much longer to live. So I don't have time to. (laughs) We got to cut that short. (laughs) Yeah, I got to. I got to get this thing. I got to get this thing going. So. I also made a list Um, of, uh, this is totally off the point. Um, That was the main portion of it. But I also did make a point, a list of sports that you would see on, like, the Ocho. And I rank those, too, if you're interested. Oh, let's hear this. Cornhole would be number one. Bowling. Are you, okay, stop, 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 stop. Do what? Stop. Are you a good cornhole player? Very good. I grew up in Lano. I can take anyone in cornhole. So I, got some I will cornhole say boards, that, and we can we can make this happen. I can bring them to the office. That's we great. We can make this happen. We have some that we have, have Texas the space flags. right between uh, yeah. between the bookshelf and basically bookshelf. like the studio. The studio. Yep. Oh, I'm so down. Ours have Texas flags on them. If you want me to bring it, so it matches the um, attire of the office. Oh yeah, mine are. I have a. I have a. Uh, they were custom made for me by a friend. One is, or by my my wife got them made. They were ones of Texas Rangers and ones of Mizzou Tigers. But yeah, we can do your ears. Uh, we could have a little cornhole challenge. Anyway, go on with your lesson. Sorry. Um, cornhole, bowling, darts, badminton, ultimate frisbee, and then disc golf would probably be my order. Love me some badminton. A badminton, badminton seems fun. I played it like once. I like that it's called a birdie. Um, <laughs> I, um, I don't consume drugs, and so I probably am ineligible to play disc golf. Um, I didn't know so, that was a prerequisite. I guess I've been doing it I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Any t- I, that's, that's not fair. It's entirely not fair. I know it's not. I'm saying it's not fair. But every time I see somebody playing disc golf, I'm like, man, he's got a, he's got a road trip <laughs> somewhere. Like, disc golf is really fun. Like, I, I have that, I have that. Like, that's not fair. Like, but, but he definitely listens to fish, and <laughs> <laughs> that's a good ender. Good pickle talk, pickle. Thank you. All right, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you for spending a part of your day with us. Remember, 5 p.m. tonight, 5 p.m. Central, God's time zone. We are playing trivia. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Do we have any final thoughts? Or are we done? Uh, no, that was it. Just remember to tune in tonight. Okay. 5 p.m. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. We're playing trivia live. Win fabulous prizes. Uh, we will see you there. Uh, follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Vince Young, please can get your Player of the Year trophy. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. We'll see you uh, tonight for trivia. 5 p.m. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. We'll see you Monday. Text for both today.